do you need do I need, to, do I need to start recording on my iPhone as well? Just so we have two recordings we could lose. I have no line on my levels. Oh no, there I am. I'm just behind. There it is. There, I'm all right. All right. Levels, levels. Yes. Levels, levels. <clears throat> all right. Hey, so I looked at the rundown for uh, this week and I think Amy is going to be very happy. Okay. How's that? I mean, more, more sports this week, almost like all sports this week. Really? Uh, I don't think so, Chuck. The Char. <laughs> it it says we're going to be talking about cyclones, hurricanes, and heat. Isn't that sports? Well, not this week. It isn't. Oh, I see. Weather, huh? Yeah. Bundle up, toddlers. <laughs> Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, another released weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Friends, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. How are you? Just feel like we're in the podcast mine, just digging, digging for more content. I'm good. Shink. Hey, struck gold. No, you didn't. No. Fool's gold. Fool's. You know what? Is it done? Cool. It's shiny. By the time they figure out it's not actual gold, it's already downloaded. It's fine. Too late. We'll take the clicks. Okay, so this is another. Yeah. yeah. Hey, how you doing? Because I, I haven't talked to you in three minutes while I went to go get another drink. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, Italy's been great. And, and the other places we've gone have been great. And the, the West End shows a bit. Uh, anyway. Yeah. We'll talk about all that later. Yes. Okay. So you're still on vacation. Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon was hilarious. That Again. part I know because. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I'm still, we're still on vacation. Yep. This is another episode out of time. Toddlers. Uh, this is, I think, probably the third one, probably the last one before we come back to real time. And since it is approaching winter weather season, regardless of where you are, I mean, that's a little less winter in the undisclosed location. Yes. Yes, it is. Than it is around here. But we figured... Actually, this was Todd's idea. Let's talk about weather. You want to share your idea for the topic for this week's show? Well, I mean, to be honest, this was like topic number. This was idea number six. The first five were like, yeah, that's no, no. Well, I suppose we could do that. Yeah. I mean, we don't come okay. up with anything else. Yeah, yeah we could do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's the backup to the backup. But I believe the text message that I sent to you stated, hey, you know what? Uh, New idea with winter approaching. Let's talk worst weather stories. The coldest weather you've been in, the hottest, the worst winter driving. Been in a tornado, been in a hurricane, etc. And, like and your can, answer to Mike was, yes. yeah, I can do that. Yes, I can do that. I can do all of those. <laughs> all right. So with that in mind, and since winter's coming, let's talk about the coldest weather you've been in. 
So I'm going to, I'm going to combine for part of this. I'm going to combine these two into one, the coldest weather and the hottest weather. Yes. I have been in both the coldest game in Kinnick stadium history and the hottest game in Kinnick stadium history. And they were both in the same season. And I was at both of those games. I was going to say, and since it was Iowa, since it's Iowa's weather, it was the same game. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. No, we've got a picture of Papa Larry and me and Lucas all bundled up, and you can only see about three inches of our face with just our noses and our eyes, and everything else is just totally bundled up uh, as we froze ourselves in Kinnick Stadium. And then I absolutely thought we were going to melt in August when we went to the first game of the year. They allowed you to bring in your own water, which they never used to do. And at lawyers, one point, lawyers say we got to let you bring in the water so you don't die. We don't. <laughs> that way, we can't sell you our eight dollar lukewarm water. It's it's only you know slightly warmer than our quarterback or our offensive play calling. Yeah, that part hasn't changed at all. Uh, How about you? Coldest, coldest weather you've been in? I mean, the coldest weather I've been in and been outside doing stuff. At one point when I was in Ames going to college, I remember having to go out and it was 20 degrees below zero. Oh, it was after finals had finished and people wanted to go home for Christmas <laughs> and it was 20, it was 20 degrees below and nobody's car would start. So everybody was turning it and then killing the battery. Ah. And then they're like, well, I can't go home. So uh, I'm like, all right, well, we're going to do this bundle up, get my car started. And then spending two hours uh, outside in 20 below weather, jump starting, jump starting everybody's car so that they could head home for Christmas. That was that was the, like the coldest small one. The, the other, the other one, by the way, the, the one, one story per block rules don't apply in the episodes out of time, just so that we don't, you know, there's no, this is, right. a, yes. this is an exhibition. We get more than five subs. Okay. So, uh, sorry, it's a friendly, it's a friendly, it's a friendly. Yes. Yeah. When I went to school, uh, when I was at Northern Iowa, my, my apartment was, about two or three blocks off campus from the edge of campus. Then you had to walk all the way across campus to actually get to any of the buildings. So it was only two blocks from campus, but then it was like three times that far to get to anywhere. And there was a snap where it, you know, as Iowa does, it didn't get above zero for six straight days. So five of those days were class days. So. Cause of course they were. So, you know, you get up and you put everything on and it's 10 below and you walk across campus 20, you know, from the apartment to the built, whatever, 20, 25 minutes and you go to class then you go to the other class, then you walk back and then a couple hours later. And so the entire week of class going to and from class, yeah, it was, it was never above zero. And most mornings it was 10 to 15 below when you left and you know, if you were lucky, it was like five below when you walked back. After a while, it it wasn't 
Like you just get used to it. But at yeah. some point it just, it's, it's not even cold. It's just annoying. Like, come on, come on. And when I say didn't get above zero, it's not like every day I got to negative one, like, you know, a couple of days it was like the high was negative eight. Yeah. Right. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. And that wouldn't have been so bad, except there was an ice storm of some kind right before then, and then it all froze. So not only was it ridiculously cold, but all the sidewalks were covered with ice and nobody was going out and clearing the ice because it was 15 below. (laughs) Yeah. Was that, was that, we had an ice storm in Des Moines my freshman year. Yes, I know the ice storm. I was in Ames, and I've never seen what four inches of ice look like on power lines. <laughs> Until that point. Until that point, and thinking, boy, I wonder how that's staying in the air. And then you're no. thinking, I should probably not be standing here. That we we bugged out of town. As soon as we could actually get a car that moved, we bugged out of town and went to Iowa Falls. And I took two fraternity buddies and and the girl that I was dating at the time. And we went to Iowa Falls so that we had power and could take a shower. And um, yeah, oh, that was, I didn't plan to tell the ice storm story, but yes, worst ice storm would be that one. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Cause I was not getting stuck in the dorm with no power. Uh, that sounds fun. Yeah. 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 I've told the trip over to Iowa City and back with Toby in a snowstorm. I've told that story before on the pod. Yes. I don't remember which episode. Insert footnote here, which I may or may not do. We'll see how active I get when I'm editing. Hey, Danny, go find it and let us know what it is. If you could. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll catch that under follow-up. Drove over to Iowa City and back with Toby in the car. Well, we drove Toby's car. Me with a broken ankle or sprained ankle. Her Anyway, yes. So we were stuck in that snowstorm. That may have been the worst driving experience ever. Yeah. When, maybe it was around that same, no, it would have been earlier. When I was going to school at UNI, I was going to, I ended up, I went, I went to Florida. So the, the, the girl that I was dating, then we, we were going to go to Florida and spend Christmas with, uh, with her parents and we were driving down to Florida. So we had, we had Christmas with my, with my family and my mom and dad and sisters in Iowa Falls. And then it was like, oh, Hey, we're going to drive back to Cedar Falls that night and then get on the road. Well, a winter storm had, had come through. And being young and stupid, you're like, ah, how bad could it be? Right. Iowa Falls to Cedar Falls took me two and a half hours. It's a 45 minute trip. Two and a half hours. And when we got, uh, when we got to, uh, I was like, oh my goodness. Actually, we had to get, we had to get over to Waterloo. And I was like, oh, thank goodness we're here. And, and then there were, uh, there, there were people that were trying to go up about a 10 foot slope on the, to get off the road. 
and every single person was going up and then sliding back and sign and then going over sort of the edge and getting their car stuck. And it's just like, it's like, well, it's my turn to go. Let's see what happens. It's sort of like just watching all the penguins go over the edge of the ice. (laughs) And then the next, so the next morning we were going to drive, we were going to drive as far as we could from, from Iowa. We were going to, Iowa to Florida. It was going to take us two days. I said, we got it. We can't leave right away. Like they got to plow roads and everything. So I think we left, we left Waterloo at like 10 AM and we made it to probably somewhere like maybe Peoria by 11 PM. And I said, I think we're kind of done for the day. (laughs) It is nerve wracking. It is so tiring. It it is really bad, and the the previous night was most was a lot of ice, and and snow is terrible to drive on. But the ice was because you can, in theory, be doing everything right, and all of a sudden, whoop! There she goes. <laughs> yep, hang on. Now, I'd also I had also told, and there's a footnote here that that is right up there with the Lisa and I almost getting stuck at DIA. And oh, getting yes. into a rental car with a woman who we didn't even know. And Lisa said, come with us. <laughs> Here we go. And and driving and literally having the DOT and National Guard closing the road behind us as we were going. That was terrible as well. The difference is, at least that was mostly within an urban area. And if anything happened, there were plenty of people around and they knew where to look for us because everybody was stranded that Iowa falls to Cedar falls thing. There was no new 20 wasn't open. Then this was, this was the old route right through Applington and earth, you know, two. Yeah. So it's two lane road the entire way. And if you go off the road, well, maybe they'll find you in the spring. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's deep ditches in. Yes. What I've vowed to myself is, uh, there, I, I will never have, I have vowed to myself. I will never have a story that is better than those two. I'm done collecting those stories. I don't, I don't need any more of those stories. Uh, I, I don't want anything to even come close. I, I just, I, those win and they're done goal. No more. <laughs> when, when I was single digits in age. My aunt had recently moved to Colorado and she was coming back to Villisca for Christmas for the first time. And we hadn't seen her in quite a while and she was coming back to Villisca for Christmas. So we took off from Iowa Falls in a sedan. I don't remember what it was that we drove at the time. It was not, it was not the van. It was, it was a sedan of some sort a brown Plymouth scamp. My sister and I in the back, it may not have been the Plymouth scamp, but I know we owned a Plymouth scamp at one point. Mom and dad in the front in a snowstorm with us bucking drifts (laughs) all the way to Villisca from Iowa Falls, which is at least four hours back in the 80s because like between Iowa Falls and Cedar Falls at that point, there were no four lane highways anyway, anywhere. 
other than the interstate between Williams and Osceola. So we then took Highway 34 all the way across, unless we took Interstate 80 out and then down 71, which we could also have done, but it didn't matter because we were just ramming the car through the snow drifts. Thump! And then snow everywhere, and then we'd keep going, and then thump! And snow! Oh, it was it was quite the time, and I don't think we, my sister and I realized at that point what kind of deal we were in. <laughs> my mom absolutely realized but we did not. <laughs> we thought it was pretty cool when the snow went everywhere. Mom did not. Mom did not think that was cool at all. But we had we needed to get home because we wanted to see dad wanted to see his sister. We wanted to see our aunt. And I I still remember that story. And I'm sure if mom and dad listen to this podcast episode, they will remember that story as well. Yeah, the the last you know five or six years I lived in uh, I lived in Iowa. When the winter came out, I had the winter survival gear that that stayed in the trunk of the car, and I didn't have just a little one. I I had like this thing was fully decked out, and I usually then also had a sleeping bag in there and an extra blanket, and like I was prepared. And it was about the time. So so Lisa and I have met. She's in Salt Lake. She's coming out to Iowa. She's like, what is this? And I'm like, that's my winter survival kit. She's like, you drive around in that? And I'm like, doesn't everybody? And she goes, I don't know. What? I don't. That seems that seems a little extreme. And then she came out. She flew in as a blizzard was just ending. And I drove down from Ames to Des Moines. And then I picked her up and we went back up to Ames. and. The I-35 in that section from, from Ankeny to Ames, we had counted, we stopped counting at a hundred cars off in the ditch <laughs> because after a hundred, it's no longer fun. <laughs> like it, it looked like one of those apocalypse movies. And here's the thing that span between Ankeny and Ames, that's, that's not an good- uncommon occurrence. That's true, but that's the good span because it gets worse above Story City, right? Yes, that's a, yeah, that is also true. That's kind of where one of the lines is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And as we're driving, and there's just cars littering everywhere, Lisa's like, "Oh, I see why you have the big kit in the car now." Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Who's stupid now? <laughs> have you ever used it? Never. Well, it's kind of a waste. That's the, nope, nope, nope. Having it and never using it is how you win this game. (laughs) Either of those, either, either if, if you get either one of those wrong, you lose. I will also say though, then when I moved out to Salt Lake, I moved out in February and the first Thanksgiving that I was out there, it started snowing Thanksgiving night. And it kept snowing all night, all Friday, all Saturday, all Saturday night. We lived in a cul-de-sac and by 3 p.m. on Sunday, we had received 25 inches of snow. And this was not, we lived on the, this was on the foothills of some mountains. So the mountains got a lot of snow. We just got 25 inches. Our next door neighbors (laughs) had 
our next door neighbors had just come back from a, a 10 day trip to Hawaii and got their car stuck right as they came into the cul-de-sac because it couldn't go anywhere. So they're getting out in their Hawaiian gear and having to walk to their house. <laughs> at which point the four of us neighbors that all live there all were breaking out. You couldn't use your snowblower because nobody has a snowblower that can handle two feet of snow. So uh, shovels. And we dug out uh, the cul-de-sac so he could get his car out of the road. So when the snow plows came, uh, it wouldn't either get buried or reallocated demolished or yeah. reallocated yeah we've had snow like that in des moines before and i've gone out and run my snowblower mid blizzard yes again bundled up in the middle because my snowblower won't handle 25 inches it'll handle 11 12 13 i don't like that even anyway it gets about six or so it's time to go run the snowblower because more is coming so I'll run it a couple of times during the middle of the blizzard <laughs> just to get it down to a point where I can stay on top of it and not have to shovel. That's really the key. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No shoveling. No shoveling. The following week, I went and traded in my four-door Ford real-wheel front-wheel drive car and got myself an actual all-wheel drive Honda CRV. Like, how much snow can we get here? Oh, you're kidding. You know what? Take this. <laughs> I, I'm at the foothills of the mountains and I want to go skiing. That's where the snow actually happens. I need something else. So I'm going to need something better. By the way, I see. So also you talked about the hottest game that you were at. Uh, just really clear on the, on the opposite side, the hottest I think I've ever been in is probably, uh, I went to Las Vegas at one point for a convention and I distinctly remember it. It was like 119 or something. I felt like that, although I don't, that might've been the hottest Las Vegas was ever on record. But a few years ago we did a staycation in the undisclosed location. And one of the things we decided, and it was the, one of the hot, it was, it was the last week of June, beginning of July. And we had a little bit of a heat wave here in the undisclosed location. So it was quite warm, quite warm. And we had driven over about an hour and 15 minutes outside of Las Vegas is a state as a Nevada state park called Valley of fire. It is gorgeous it it's almost right up to the top of lake mead it's amazing rock formations or whatever we were over there we parked and looked the car said it was 115 degrees okay it's about two o'clock in the afternoon sun's beating down we pull into this overlook and i'm like man this is beautiful and i'm like you know what i just i'm just gonna go i'm just gonna go over here i'm just gonna go just down this little high desert between these red rocks, I'm just going to go down over here a little bit. I just want to go take a look. So I go out there, do, 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 do. And then I get there and I'm like, oh, wow. I bet you if I go a little bit further, I can see something. Oh, you know, if I just go a little bit further. And at some point, I realize, and I told Lisa this when I got back, I'm not one of those idiots that dies because it's 115 degrees. I have no water. And I'm just wandering around in this park going, you know, I bet you if I just go another little bit, whoa, anyway, what was, what was the name of this park? Valley on fire. Valley of fire. Oh, okay. Cause the other one works too. 
Yes, 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 it does. So anyway, that was, it wasn't the hottest I've ever been, but it was the stupidest I've been while hot. <laughs> that tracks. Although quite frankly, if I put it that way, there's probably a, a hot, stupidest while just hot. Like the hottest I've been while being stupid, something around there. Yeah, yeah. We nearly melted in Soldier Field one year. Another another August football game. And our seats are on the east side of the stadium. So there is never shade for a day game. Yeah. We do not get we do not get any respite at all. If you want if you want to cool down, you've got to get up out of your seats and go back underneath the concourse, which is what everybody else is trying to do at the same time. <laughs> See, the problem is that you guys don't have any shade because Bears fans are spending too much of their time throwing shade at the head coach, the quarterback, and the offensive coordinator. Stop throwing shade and hold on to it. See, you're right. That would that would help. Let's see. There have been there. I'm trying to think of other bad weather stories. There have been times. One time we were driving. I don't remember where we were driving back from. Chicago from, I don't remember what the event was, but we were driving back from Chicago and there was a storm coming at us. So we drove into it and it got to the point, you ever get to the point where the storm is too bad and you just pull off to the side of the road? Yes. Right. We could see on the radar how bad it was coming. So we got off at Newton and then parked nose in against a cinder block motel where the where the parking lot came right up to the edge of the motel so we pl- parked nose in to the cinder block hotel while this thunderstorm raged over us just dropping sheets and sheets and sheets of water in the car shaking and Amy and Lucas and I in the parking lot with the car just shaking and the water just pounding down on us, praying that the sunroof holds. <laughs> and then eventually the the storm passed and we're okay. And then off we go and, and finally made it to our way home. But heavy rain is, is nothing to joke about either. That can be really bad. I I think I I think I... I think I've given this one the, I think I've told this one before living in Ames, Nate and I were playing softball out on the East side of town. You look out West storms coming in. It's those clouds that are like, this is more than a storm. And we keep thinking we should probably wrap this softball game up real quick. And then when the game's over, we drive West. So we're driving towards the storm as we're getting closer. The tornado sirens are going off. Um, we pull into the underground parking garage of our, uh, of our apartment complex and everybody is coming down the stairs while Nate and I are going up the stairs and everybody's like, there's a tornado, there's a tornado. You have to go down to the basement. And we're like, yeah, I got to get the dog. So I had to go back up and get Barney. And as long as I was going up there, Nate was like, I'll go up and grab us some drinks and something to eat. So he grabs some snacks and I grab the dog cause we're going to be down there for a little bit. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's I'm good. Going right? down like, there with nothing. Yeah, I mean, Nate wasn't going to let me go up there by myself, and you know, he like I've already got the dog; he can carry something. So, however, in that same complex, this is while I was living there, and Lisa, Lisa was still in Salt Lake. I was there. It was a Friday night. I may have told this one again. 
we're talking, we're talking on the phone Friday night, whatever. And all of a sudden, you know, the, it's kicking up and there's a storm or whatever. And, uh, I think it's going to be like, it's now sounding, I'm like, is that the tornado sirens? Oh, I don't know. I can't quite tell or whatever. And I'm on the phone with her and we had the big sliding glass door and I open up, I, I look up, I move the vertical blinds and the tree that is a couple of inches around is now laying horizontal from the wind is blowing it. And I just said, gotta go. And I hung up the phone <laughs> and, uh, picked up Barney and went and spent the next half hour in the in the basement and then it, 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 the, the storm blew over. And, and then actually at that point it was, you know, I don't know, it was like midnight or something. And then I thought, Oh, I wonder if there was any damage to the newspaper because we gotta, we gotta put out a, we gotta put out an issue. So then I hopped in my car to drive to work and I had to go around all the down trees uh, and the power lines that were out. That was cool. And the next day, Lisa's like, what was that? And I'm like, Oh, it was a tornado. And she's like, what do you mean it was a tornado? I'm like, yeah. She's like, you just got to go and you got to, and you left and like, that was it. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was all fine. Like right until the, like at that point I decided, um, if that tree is laying down that much, I don't have a lot of time to do a lot of explaining about what's going on. So, um, <laughs> that's the closest that I have got to, uh, a tornado and I'm good with, again, once again, another weather story. I don't need anything to top that. I'm good with that. I, I okay, so I'm not. We're 14. Me, Greg, Mike Blanchard, and Greg's dad go to the National Jamboree for Boy Scouts at Fort AP Hill in Virginia, out by Washington, D.C. This wasn't this wasn't the year that you abandoned us right before the big storm hit Ragbri, is it? No, that <laughs> that was the year Greg and Don and Helen and I went to Philmont to hike. Got it. That okay. we were we were a couple of years older. This was okay. a couple of years prior to that. Please continue. So us and thousands of other Boy Scouts are intense insert your own pun here it was intense at fort ap hill when hurricane bob made landfall and there we are in canvas tents on cots hoping everything is going to be okay there is nowhere for thousands of boy scouts to take shelter at that point and even if you could, your little fold-up shovels will only let you dig down so quickly. That's true. And we were pretty good, <laughs> but we weren't that good. We didn't get that much warning. But when we emerged from our tents eventually and started walking around the grounds, flat tents everywhere, as far as the eye could see. Our tents never fell on us, but there were flattened tents everywhere uh, we we came when we got back my father got us all t-shirts that said i survived hurricane bob <laughs> we wore them proudly there were also shirts because our printer couldn't spell that said i survived hurricane bob do you guys do you guys use the same uh, printing place that uh, my old company used apparently they did Apparently they did. 
The let's see. So I oh, and the other one, this was a near miss. Okay. Two years ago, a tornado came through Norwalk. Okay. And Amy and I, our phones start blowing up. What in the heck is going on? Wow. Everybody's checking on us, making sure we're okay because a tornado came through Norwalk. We were in St. Louis at the Missouri Valley Conference basketball (laughs) tournament. Meanwhile, John Baldwin was in our basement with the dog, (laughs) riding out the tornado as it's coming within eyesight of the house on the, through the south side of Norwalk. Baldwin rode out the tornado in Norwalk. <laughs> Meanwhile, Amy and I, are, are you and Amy okay? Yeah, we're fine. I don't know what you're talking about. We're at the basketball tournament in St. Louis. We should check on John, make sure he's okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've got, okay, and I've got one more. I don't know if you remember this one or not. I think this was the summer after our senior year. Yep. Searles invited a bunch of us Uh out to his grandparents' farm. Do you remember this? Distinctly. Yes. The funny thing is, this has been long enough. It's going to be interesting to see if you and I remember it the same way. Okay. Do you want, you want, you want me to start? Feel free. Please, Please feel free. Yes. So the way I remember this. We're out, all of us, we've graduated from high school. We're out at Chris's grandparents' farm. It's just us. I think his grandparents were gone or they had left the farm at that point. I don't know. Anyway. They had left the farm. So it was still their farm, but they didn't live. Nobody lived there. So it's just us out at the farm. Yep. We had a great time. Yes. And somebody looked west. And it was, you know, how the sun is kind of behind clouds. And it was it was just this gorgeous landscape. And we all go out and sit in the middle of the road and watch the clouds and the sun and this beautiful vista as we just and, and it, it is a country road, gravel road out in the middle of Hardin County. Nobody's driving down the road. So we're comfortable, all just a bunch of us sitting out on the road watching the storm come at us. And at some point, the light bulb went off and we went, oh. (laughs) Yeah, I, I distinctly remember. I remember being on the road watching this amazing light. It wasn't just a storm because it was lightning that we were watching. Yes. Like yeah. it was oh, this yeah. amazing lightning display that was lighting up in half of the sky. And we were like, look at that. That's amazing oh, or whatever. So cool. I, I, I distinctly remember like Sonia basically saying like, look how cool this is. And we were all just standing mm-hmm. there watching and like, oh, wow. And this is like a laser show kind of thing. And then somebody's like, how long do you think it'll until it gets here? And then everybody went, wait, what? (laughs) Everybody in the cars, everybody in the cars, go, go. So we're tearing to the cars. We all pile in. 
We got maybe a half mile away from the house and it cut loose to the point where we I couldn't see to drive and just pulled over to the side of the road and there we sat. I'm not saying there was a lot of rain, but the arc went right past us. It was. <laughs> that may be your show title. <laughs> oh, okay. So you do remember it like I remember it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's beautiful. Right up into the point where you think, should we be standing out here in the middle of the road in a lightning storm? <laughs> You know, it usually comes with lightning rain. Oh boy. Oh, yep. oh, yep. Oh, but as I, but as I remember, part of the challenge was, I mean, we just didn't have to get in the cars. Like there was like, we had set up music and some tables and there was some food, food and some coolers and, yes. and, and by the way, because this was Chris and because this was like, there were lots of parties and lots of farms while we were in high school. This one literally was. We didn't have to put the kegs in the car or anything. It this was just a bunch of just a bunch just, of high school. It people. was popping juice. Yeah, yeah, it was it not, literally like, but yeah. but we had to clean up the farm before this thing hit. <laughs> yeah, because we can't leave the farm in worse shape than we found it. So we did. Yeah, clean up, but we were not prepared to clean up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, now that you say that, that's kind of weird that a bunch of people who just graduated high school wouldn't have the best judgment, huh? Hmm. Never saw that coming. <laughs> the music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to our award-winning podcast with visiting meteorologist Todd Prince. Wherever you get your pods, just search talking and the number two, no G, no space. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. You can check out our Naperville drains, which clean away storms really, really well. We appreciate them. We also appreciate our listeners and our sponsors, Toddler 3187, the Taylor Center for Technology Policy, and dj to go Cedar Valley, your five-star DJ in the Cedar Valley. And as always, you can send us your feedback to feedback at talking to Todd.com. Todd. <clears throat> you can't even get it out. The other, the other time that the, the last piece, the one that you don't remember and you don't remember it for good reason. The other, one of the hottest places that you, me and Amy have ever been is the upper deck of Royal stadiums for the first Cubs Royals interleague play. That was stupid hot. But the reason why that doesn't come to mind is because in the middle of the game, when the naked streaker ran out and did a headfirst slide right into second base on the gravel, that is what sticks out from all of this. So <laughs> what I will That's... tell you was it was very warm for us, but he had a heat wave. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because Amy, Amy said, I will climb all the way up here. And we were in the top row. I will climb all the way up here. But if I have to go down, I am not coming back up. Here's the thing. She sweated everything that she drank the entire night, never had to go to the bathroom. You know, now that I think about it, you know, what would have really, uh, do you know what would have really cooled us down? What's that? Snow cones. Take the picture, take the picture, take the picture, take the picture. We'll be back next week. 
We're here. We're talking to Todd. But I don't like snow cones. What are you, communist?